Welcome to The Way the World Works, where the trusted team behind the Tuttle Twins books tackles current events, hot topics, and fun ideas to help your family find clarity in a world full of confusion. Hi, Brittany. Hi, Emma. Today, I want to talk about something that has been talked about by a lot of politicians over the last few years, and it kind of seems to be one of those things that they talk about when they want to get elected, and then it kind of falls by the wayside, and then they bring it up again, and it's like this recurring cycle that makes people really angry, and it is canceling student debt. And this one is, is such a controversial one with a lot of different viewpoints, and I actually understand several different points of view on this. And, you know, I have my personal uh, perspective, which is that I really tried hard not to go into debt for college and, and did all sorts of, you know, inconvenient things to make sure that didn't happen. But also, I was really fortunate that my parents really impressed that into me from a young age that that was important to, to them. Uh, they dealt with a ton of student debt. And I, got to hear all their stories about how hard it was to pay it off. So it was something that was really important to me from a young age. But obviously, I understand that not everyone has had that same experience. And when you have, you know, teachers and public schools and colleges all saying, oh, we'll just take out the debt, it's no big deal to, you know, literal 17 and 18 year olds. Um, it, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense that that you would be mad at the kids necessarily. And it's, you know, it's, again, it's something where I think there are a lot of different kind of hot takes on this on this issue. But at the end of the day, you know, my my perspective would be the government caused this problem. The government caused it by getting super invested and, and causing this huge bubble in the cost of college. And, you know, it's it's we're in this bad situation now where all of these people can't pay back this debt. And it was, you know, it was a bad investment from the start. And it's, it's just, it's a disaster. And I think there's no good solution because it was this, this horrible problem that was created by the government. So we're kind of between a rock and a hard place. Yep. Brittany, do you have anything on this that, that comes to mind with, with student debt stuff? Oh, I got a, I got a lot to say. <laughs> it's yes, an interesting let's thing. hear it. Because <laughs> I had, you know, kind of an opposite experience of you. Uh, so I had a lot of kids in my family and just full transparency. My parents were not good with money. They just weren't good at saving. They weren't good at even mm -hmm. spending it well. So I was never taught any anything about financial literacy, meaning like how to budget, how to do finances. Um, they also did not talk about, the, you know, they wanted us to go to college, but there was no help in it. Basically, when I was 17, I was like, all right, good luck. <laughs> Good luck figuring out what you want to do. So there was no guidance or anything. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even – it didn't even think to me that I should have that guidance because when you grow up and you don't know anything outside of your family, you don't really realize what other people know. So that was just the norm to me. Um, so it was never – my parents never helped me apply to college. They never helped me think of what mm -hmm. college costs. They never they, – I did not know anything. Everything I did was on my own. Um, and so – when I did go to school, I was able to get Pell Grants, which is – that's like a free – that's also free from yeah. the government, but you don't have to pay it back. So I got that, but um, then I also got student loans, which you have to remember. So at this time, it was like you need a computer to go to school, right? Okay, well, how am I going to get a computer? I don't have any money mm -hmm. to get a computer. You know, I'm, I'm making $7 an hour, um, and now I have to go to school because I was trying to take 18 credits. And um, so – the student loan officers, so the people at the school, they don't even tell you the problem with doing this. They just tell you all mm -hmm. the money you can get. And when you are 18 years old and you are being told, oh my goodness, you're going to get 
thousands of dollars that you can use, especially if you're an 18-year-old who's never learned to deal with money. This is very appealing. And there are a lot of people, you know, especially people who I agree with on most things that say, you signed the contract that you're going to pay this back. You should pay it back. And I absolutely Mm -hmm. agree with that. But I do think there's one really interesting angle. And I'll play, you know, devil's advocate. I don't expect everyone to agree with me. And this is actually Mm -hmm. not a very, like, libertarian stance. This is where I have a unique stance. And you do not have to agree with me. This is just from, you know, my personal experience. Mm -hmm. But um, we talk about age of consent a lot. And that means, like, what age are you officially an adult? And can you say, I consent, meaning I agree to these things? Now, yeah. one thing that a lot of libertarians, a lot of the we, of the we talk about is that it's so silly the government says 18 is a magical number. The second you <laughs> turn 18, you can make all these adult decisions. So, you know, for some people, they they reach a point where they can make their own decisions and they can consent way before 18. I think there's a lot of 15-year-olds, mm-hmm. you know, that might be mature enough to to make an important financial decision like that. But having said that, I think there's a lot of people 18 or even early 20s or maybe older that are there really aren't, yeah. you know, developed enough. Maybe early 30s is a stretch. But but for me at 18, I did not know what I was doing. And I did not have any – I was never exposed to any beliefs like limited government and the things we talk about here. I wish I would have had this podcast. Um, yeah. So I, I didn't know. And I was told to take out all this money. And I, I really didn't understand what I was doing. And the school didn't do a good job. But we're in a very unique position because I've gotten myself into a position where I will never be able to buy a house. I will never be able to do the things that that would mm-hmm. help me be financially stable. <clears throat> now, um, during the pandemic, they paused student loans. And I was actually able to pay mm-hmm. off all my debt for the first credit card debt, which was huge for me. And I was able to start saving yeah. money. I had never had a savings account before. And I was 35 years old. So there was a lot of things that I was able to do because of that, and that was great. Now, I don't want to say, but I, you know, I think everyone's loan should be forgiven and everything's going to be great. It's yeah. not because they're still going to give out student loans. <laughs> so if if this is really going to work, if they're going to cancel student loans, then they need to cancel the entire student loan program. Everything yeah. needs to be canceled because you can't just cancel and keep giving out money. Ideally, totally. like if – if this were my ideal world and I could propose what the solution is, I think um, – because right now they do something called income-driven repayment. That means you pay a percentage mm-hmm. of what you make, but that doesn't keep into consideration all your bills or other things you have to pay for if you have like a medical emergency. So ideally – and again, I'm not saying this is the, the libertarian view. I'm just giving you – yeah, you know, my my thoughts on this, and you, I'm sure you'll disagree with me, but I would love to see them make monthly payments more manageable. You know, like maybe – Maybe, you know, you you will never have to pay above this, but keep paying them. If that were yeah. the case, I would be completely okay. But when you don't make a ton of money and they're having you pay $1,000 a month, and you have to remember mm-hmm. that $1,000 a month isn't going very far in the loans, it just – we've gotten ourselves into a situation where it's bad for everybody. But I definitely understand people that say, you know, oh, you promised yeah. to pay it back. You should pay it back. So it's it's a really complicated and really hard issue to tackle. Totally. But I think the main thing is if we're going to forgive them, you've got to cancel the whole program. You can't keep giving them out. Yeah, you're you're so right. I think, I think too, like there is an argument to be made that these loans shouldn't have been given in the first place. Yeah, absolutely. And it was un, unfair and even predatory that they were given out like candy to kids who who really like – the only thing you're hearing from people in your school, a lot of us from our parents was just go to college no matter what. As long as yeah. you get a degree, you'll do have to do whatever a good you job. need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do to get the college degree. And, you know, I, to be totally honest, like here's, here's a huge reason why I didn't go into debt 
was because the government saw how much money my parents made and said, your parents are in a an income bracket to where they will be able to pay for your college. So we're not going to even offer you, not, not even just grants, but we're not going to offer you loans. So they actually wouldn't offer to even lend me the money. And my parents did not pay for my college. They gave me a, a pretty small amount of money and said, here's what we can give you. Think of it like a scholarship and make it go as far as you can. But other than that, you've got to figure it out. And we, we are not going to co-sign on a loan. And that was a big problem because, um, you know, to qualify for any kind of debt, what 18 year old is able to qualify for, you know, a hundred thousand dollar loan if it's not, when they have nothing the and they have no, they have yeah. no income. You, they have no, yeah, it's exactly. crazy. No credit history or anything like that. And so I tried to actually apply cause I, I really wanted to go to a, to a nice college. I got into a couple of schools I really wanted to go to and I tried to qualify for these private loans, but without my parents co-signing. I, I was not able to get the loans and I couldn't afford to go. So it was it was a hard time in my life to deal with. And I was so mad at my parents. And looking back, I'm, I'm, I think they made the right call. And if I weren't in their shoes, you know, I, I might do the same thing or something similar. Because um, it was a huge lesson for me in learning like, you know, oh, I don't have any net worth. I'm not earning any money. Yeah. Like what business is going to lend me something? But I think like, that is kind of where my perspective comes from on all of this, where it's like, dang, like I actually tried to take out loans and I feel you really couldn't. fortunate <laughs> that it didn't work out. But I, I really do feel for, because if, if I had been offered, you know, all of the loans I needed from the government, I would have taken them. I totally would have done it. Like I would have been all over that and been like, great, I'm off to this college that I really wanted to go to. I'm going to go have a great four years and then get a good job and pay it all back super quickly. Right. Like I really sympathize with people who, who did make that decision because it's, it's all that we were told. And basically everyone was just kind of, you know, pushed into doing it. And it was like this, this real problem. And like you said, Brittany, unless the government actually stops doing that, it won't matter whether they cancel the loans or not. Like, obviously it will matter to a lot of people who, you know, want that relief from their loans. That's not what I'm saying. It won't matter in the long run because, you know, in in 20 years, there's going to be just as many people, if not more, who are dealing with the same problem and they're just going to have to do it again. So it's I think the real problem here and like the real takeaway should be that, you know, the government should never have gotten into this anyway. And when they subsidize college and they come in and say, hey, whatever university, no matter what you charge your students to attend, we will make sure that they have the money to pay for it. Of course, the university is not going to compete with the with the university down the street and say, "How can we lower our prices?" They are going to jack up the cost of in, uh, the cost of attendance as much as they can because it's it's money that they basically are guaranteed. So, yep. the real problem and the real corruption is with the government basically just saying, "Here, colleges, here's a blank check, and we're not going to pay it. The students are going to pay it, and they don't even realize how much interest they'll have to pay." and which is basically extra money that you pay just because you borrowed it, you know, however many years ago. So it's a, it's a tricky one. And I know that there are a lot of people who, who really struggle with debt. And I, I, I am not a, mad at them for the decisions that they made. I'm mad at the government for putting us yes, all in this position. Exactly. So that's, that would be kind of my, my closing message. I don't know if you have any other thoughts, Brittany, before nope. we wrap up. I, I awesome. went on a whole rant. So that's it for yes. me. <laughs> awesome. Well, we will wrap it up here today, guys. Thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you all again soon. Talk to you soon. 
You've been listening to The Way the World Works. Make sure your family is subscribed and check out TuttleTwins.com for more awesome content.